amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello, I'm Solway. And Dan, Dan the Viking, hello. And welcome back to another episode of Realm and the Supernatural. Uh, sorry it's took so long to get out. Yeah, it has taken a bit. A uh, lot of personal things going on, personal issues, etc., which, which I won't bore you with. Um, <laughs> no, no, so, <laughs> it's a long story. Yeah, so that being said, we'll just crack on with the show, and then I'll and then we'll fill you in a bit later on. Um... Hello, just a quick interjection here. Uh, if that's the right word, I think it is, might be. Uh, basically, Apple have started the subscription service now. So, if you've been toying with the idea of Patreon, but you've never quite been asked to go across to Patreon, I get that. Uh, well, you can do it straight from your Apple podcast app now. You should see a banner just underneath where it says, you go on shows, obviously, you see our show. You're just underneath there, you should see a banner that says, join up for £4 a, a month, whatever it is. Um Obviously, just click that, or you'll see in the feed, because I think the way this works, and I haven't been able to play with it yet, but I think the way it works is that the additional shows 
will go into directly into the feed. Uh, so obviously, if you're paid up, you just listen to them. If you're not, you can click on them, and then it'll take you to the relevant place to pay up. Uh, and then it's four pound a month or four dollars a month. So if that's something you can do and you can help us out, then obviously get uh, click on that and enjoy. You'll get so you get all these shows that are currently free without adverts, and obviously going forward the same thing. Plus, you get early access uh, to some of the shows, and you'll get the additional shows. Now, if you've never joined us for Patreon, you will obviously receive in one block, you'll receive all the Patreon shows. So I'll start putting them up quite regular now, the backlog of Patreon shows. So if you've never joined Patreon, you will get them uh, when you sign up to this as well. Um, And then obviously going forward, you'll get additional shows. So if you can help us out, um, let me know if you think the price is too much. Let me know if you think the price is too low. So I know a lot of people on Patreon like to pay a bit more. Uh, and obviously then people sort of pay um, Patreon, but then they supplement with like donations and um, buying t-shirts and things like that just to help us out, which, you know, is, is fucking marvellous. You know what I mean? We think it's, well, it is. You're all legends. So um, if you can help us out, obviously click that banner and you'll get the extra shows. So yeah, that's all I want to say. I think I mentioned this later on in the, in this, in today's show, but just in case I didn't. So anyway, you know now. Um, so yeah, help us out if you can. Cheers. Yeah, what well, we got this week? It's a strange. I mean, it's going to be obvious pretty much straight away, so I, I, I'm not spoiling anything here. But it's, it is a strange UFO story. Okay. Okay. Where, you know, there is interaction with something. Um, and anyway, I've said too much, so I'll just start. <laughs> okay. The television show they were watching was ending, and it was late. It was around 1 a.m. in the morning. When 19-year-old Lee Parrish fed the dog and left for home from his girlfriend's house. It was January 26, 1977, and the trip home was just seven-minute drive through flat farmlands near Prospect, Kentucky, USA. And Kentucky seems to have a really massive amount of like strange anomalies. From like, people don't even think that like Bigfoot and that's out there, but it is. Mm. Anyway, travel. That's not part of the story. That's just me yeah. uh, talking shit. Traveling down the highway, he was suddenly aware of a strange object a 10-foot by 40-foot rectangle that glowed orange like a sunset. Hovering above the tree line, somewhere between 100 and 200 feet away from the road. The object was so bright that it hurt to look at it, yet at the same time Parrish felt compelled to keep looking at it. The radio in his car fell silent. He became frightened. But this was somehow... He was somehow unable to leave. He had no memory of driving the car at this point, no sense of controlling it. He watched the object until it was directly overhead, and then suddenly it shot away. First at a speed of a jet, and then even faster, to the northwest, until he couldn't see it anymore. It had never made a sound. When Parrish got home, his mother met him at the door and immediately asked him what was uh, wrong with his eyes. He looked in the mirror, and the whites of his eyes were completely bloodshot. You know, my, this happened to me when I used to come home, but it was... Uh, yeah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Drug-related. 
It was also discovered. It was he also discovered it was qu- uh, quarter to two in the morning, which meant that the journey took forty five minutes rather than seven minutes. Right. Right. Um. The next day, his mother contacted Lawrence Allison, a local hypnotist that was known to have worked with people trying to remember details of UFO sightings. She did this both because she was worried about her son and because Parrish was worried about the length of time he lost on the trip. Allison, with permission, also asked the two local UFO investigators could be included for the purpose of documenting the event. Don Elkins and Carla... Rookie yet, I'm going to say. I'm going to struggle with these American names. Lee Parrish and his girlfriend, as well as Elkins and Rookie which I'm just going to call Don and Carla from now on, or the other two, <laughs> the other two. came over to Allison's house that evening. After getting Parrish in a hypnotic state and taking him back to the start of the incident, Allison instructed the young man to simply explain what happened to him and relive the events of that night. And told him he would remember these events when he wouldn't remember. No, he would remember. She told him he would remember these events after the session was over. So in other words, like, he's going to get his memories back. Yeah. So he, even he'll know. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So for around half an hour, Lee Parrish explained the events of the previous night to Don, Carla, and they took notes. Uh, right. Okay, so there we go. As already known, he left his girlfriend's house that night. Parrish saw a strange orange object that hurt his eyes, and he couldn't look away from it. Parrish felt the object was not moving, yet somehow it still came to be hovering over him. He was scared. Then the object's colour changed to black, then to white, then suddenly Parrish couldn't see anything. He felt something in his eyes. Then he was in a large circle room with white, luminous walls. The room was about 20 feet in diameter and 20 foot tall, which seemed to Parrish to be too large to fit inside of the object that he'd seen hovering overhead. You know, like a, I think so, like it's like a TARDIS yeah. inside, you know, for all those Doctor Who fans. Yeah. Um, anyway. There was only three objects in the room other than Parrish, and Parrish just somehow knew that these things were sentient. Right. He just knew that, yeah? Yeah, he knew that, yeah. Um, On his left was a giant black slab shape, like an army silhouette target, jug-shaped with a relatively small head. This slab, which Parrish called simply the black one, stretched almost to the ceiling of the room. So, you know, 20 foot, I think he said. Mm, so, that's pretty so. big, yeah. Um, it had one appendage protruding from it, a sort of handless arm with one joint. Um, I'll finish this bit and then I'll, and then I'll show you. Right, the surface of this being looked to be rough in a smooth... But smoothing patches, the limb was all rough. The black one moved slowly to Parrish and started to touch him with its limb on the side. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Sorry, I just can imagine this this big <laughs> twenty foot black thing touching him. I'm I'm thinking limb as something completely different here. <laughs> Sorry, 
Well, that's what I, mean. I, the think, I think I might have to explain <laughs> the pictures. Yeah, because I'm just imagining this yeah, fucking like, massive. Yeah, yeah, because it's not one of them. It's not what you're <laughs> thinking. It's not that kind of limb. Um, is more. It's like an. It is like an arm. So like, right? Okay, let me describe the the black one because he's described that one so far. So here we are. So the black black ones. So twice as tall as him. It's got. Um, it looks like a gravestone, essentially. Right. Um, I'm not going to show you the picture yet because it's got the other ones in here. But uh, well, I will show you actually. So this is the one. So um, the black one looks like a gravestone. It's got right, okay. one arm coming off it with like a joint in the middle, but it's got no hand. It's just uh, you know like an end, like a hoover, I suppose. Um, okay. All right. So you know, so people can visualize that. So the hand is about you know halfway up. Its body, it's not like in its shoulder joint. It's like it's not what you know, I was thinking. No, <laughs> so it's about six. The hand, the arm, or the limb that's sticking out, it's about six foot in the air on the you know the being, if that's what it is. So anyway, okay. So it starts to touch him on his side and his back, which gave him an unpleasant set of sensations. Okay, but it's not what you're thinking. It's not okay. Right, both cold and burning at the same time. He was vibrating. You sure? It definitely sounds a little bit like no, that. It does, it does, but, uh, <laughs> but it's not the picture that he drew. Anyway, no. Harris showed uh, distinct signs of distress during the hypnotic session uh, whenever the black one was going to touch him again. So even as he's recounting this, you know, every time he's remembering this black one coming near him, he's visibly showing them. The emotion. Though. Okay, so to Parrish's right side, there was a red block, which was a little shorter than he was. This too had one limb uh, protecting from it, with no joint. The shape of this being was rectangular, like a tall box. And it really is just that, with like an arm sticking out the top. Like a post box. Yeah. Uh, Parrish felt as if the red one was a bit frightened of him, and it seemed to be hesitant to approach him at first. The red one touched Parrish on his shoulder once, and then on his head, just above the air. You know, in the hairline there. When it touched him, he felt like he was being poked. Mm. With a needle. But this quickly passed, and Parrish found that he wasn't uh, particularly scared of the red one. During this odd examination, Parrish felt cold, and then the room they were in seemed to be rocking like a boat on water back and forth. In front of Parrish, the whole time, was a third being, a white one, which Parrish somehow knew was the one in charge. It was about Parrish's height, six feet, and it was aware he was aware it was watching him, as the other two were touching him. Its body was like a square block and curved into an arch shape. Um, we had with an actual separated head of sorts. Um, you know, whereas the other one's like solid object. This kind of has got like a top to it. Yeah, um, it almost looks like it yeah, could have I mean, been a form It's difficult of... to describe that on radio, but, I mean, it looks like a toaster. It looks to me like, like a triangle on top. Like an American-style post box. You know, they've got the blue post box. The, like the that, one at the side but, of the road thing, yeah. Yeah, like, but obviously about six foot with a big rectangle pyramid on the top. Yeah. Well, that would well, be well, part of a head. Yeah. Shut up, yeah. yeah a pyramid, yeah, pyramid. What do you mean, yeah. Um, it's late. <laughs> we, we actually have 
square pyramids in the UK, apparently. Yeah, shut up. So, um, <laughs> Twat. Anyway. Um, okay, so I had a head of sorts. So I, it also appeared to have two limbs folded flush to its body. The arms were never used or moved. They, uh, this being glowed. Right, the red one, after touching Parrish's head, back, backed away from him and seemed to either merge or vanish behind the white one. Parrish felt like it had done its job and therefore left. The white one then started to make a noise similar to someone brushing their teeth or using a sa- uh, sandpaper, a rhythmical scraping sound. The black one then started to back away from Parrish at this point. This is also when Parrish noticed that he was no longer feeling cold, but rather warm instead. The white one then moved towards him, towards the black one, and like the red one earlier, either merged or vanished behind it. When the black one was sim- uh, the then the black one simply vanished from the room. Parrish was now alone. Noticed that he felt heavier than before. Then he was in his car again, looking at the small pond out near the highway he'd been travelling on initially. There was no sense of movement or transfer. He was simply not in the room anymore. He watched the object as it flew away and then drove home. So, I mean, that's that's the, a little bit interesting detail is that, um, well, first of all, the fact that he could feel, or maybe this is just pure speculation on his part, right? Yeah. But the fact that he could feel sort of emotions from these things. Although then none of them made a noise, none of them spoke. And these, to all intents and purposes, all right, we're going to call them aliens for the sake of this, but to all intents and purposes, these could be like robots, couldn't they? Some sort yeah. of like... Yeah, well, they look it, more yeah. robot than... But he still felt emotions from it, which is which is unusual. To me, that's unusual because if... All right, I mean, C-3PO, R2-D2, Okay. They're in this room now, and R and uh, R two D two, or probably C three pro, is touching you, right? Um, with his limb, right? But yeah. I don't necessarily think that you're gonna get an emotional. Do you know right? what I mean? You might yeah. know what he's trying to achieve, but you might not. Might not feel like he's scared. Like he's scared. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, I see what you mean. I, that seems strange to me that he's feel, picking up these emotions because remember he's looking at these objects. Mm. You know, you've got one here that looks like a toaster, one that looks like a, a gravestone, and that's unusual that he is feeling these emotions. Like, not emotions, but do you know what I mean? It just seems weird. Yeah, it's not really something you'd pick if up emotions If they're just... From. If they're mechanical. Yeah, if they're just yeah. um, robots, uh, so to speak. All right, so obviously the the investigators asked questions, and some of them were on here, so... Remember, he was told that he would... Um, He would remember that event of that, that night after he come out of hypnosis. He would remember a lot more than what he did before. Yeah. So at this point, that can take him out of hypnosis to ask him these questions. Yeah, because he remembers more yeah. of it. All right. So to get a better understanding uh, of how he was taken aboard the ship, um, he he just said he felt like the the car had been caught up all of a sudden uh, when the object was in the right position. So obviously he said you know it got over him and then. Well, you know, almost instantly he was back. He was in the thing. Weird. But he couldn't explain how he left the vehicle. He said he didn't open any doors. There was no sense of traveling. 
Um, it's almost like he just, where he was, the position he was on the road, transformed into the craft, into, yeah. do you know what I mean? But then he's not in the car when he's there. So where's the car? Um, they've obviously taken him out of the car. And what's interesting as well is that when he talks about being put back in the car, there was no sense of travel. It's not like he just dropped in his seat. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was... Or... Now, I've heard stories of UFO stories where people come back and they've got someone else's jammers on. Or they're in... Like, they've got the jammers on. You know, the ones with the buttons on that. And the shirt's on backwards. Yeah. That kind of shirt. Um, you know, I mean, it's difficult to explain. If you wake up, wake up next to your missus and you've got someone else, some, some woman's nightie on... Now, now, I'm sure that many, many people have used, oh, I was abducted by yeah. aliens. That's the last thing that comes to your mind, though, wouldn't it? Not now, obviously, we can use it. We all, we've all heard this now, so we cannot use that as an excuse, right? Yeah. <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. Um. Right, you remember the car being still in midair for a moment, and then it returned. The radio, which had failed shortly before the sighting, started back up as soon as the object had flown out of sight, and he... He had been smoking a cigarette while dry, driving, but this was just plain missing when he returned. Well, that makes sense. Fags yeah. burn himself. Yeah, if it had been 45 minutes, I guess it wouldn't yeah, have burned himself out. Um, Fag is uh, British for cigarette, by the way. Just Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just realised that. It's, uh, yeah. it's not offensive. It's just a... He said, uh, I'm thinking back to about it. Parrish also felt that the object had just appeared out of nowhere suddenly. The train was so flat, no hills, no mountains, so there was nothing it could be you know, hidden behind and then just appear. There's a guy up just up road here um, and he was driving his son to football practice, I think it was, and he was just going around this corner just in Lauf. He was just going around a corner and this egg-shaped craft came out from behind the trees. Imagine he's going down a narrow road, there's trees both mm. sides of him. So you can't, you can't say anything to the left or right. All you can see is dead ahead. Yeah. And as he came to this corner, this thing came sort of just in front of him and he looked up at it. And as soon as he like, clocked eyes on it, this thing must have realised something was looking at it and just shot backwards. But he said it looked like, a, at first he thought it was an airship or a hot air balloon mm. until it just shot backwards. But two lads playing football in Bradley Park, which is, I don't know, what, minutes. About 20 miles from Ralph, something like that. Mm-hmm. A um, few nights later, they saw the same object over Bradley. Um, yeah, the pictures. Yeah, the playing fields. Yeah. yeah. So you know it's been reported, and people also report that, and people might remember this. But there was um, an incident just between here and Louth, more Techni way on rarely, um, where uh, a wind turbine was struck by something. I vaguely remember, remember that. Yeah. And people said on that night they saw an egg-shaped craft with lightning coming from it um, uh, in that vicinity and then obviously there was a bang uh, when people went to investigate the next day one of the propellers had come off now the official story although it's never been declassified because it's actually embargoed it the company who owned the um, wind turbine actually embargoed the the evidence like the, yeah. you know, the, the report so you can, why, hmm. why would you do that unless it was because people say it was a, a failing on the, on the thing so that Basically, what had happened is, as the turbine was going on, one one got loose or something, and um, managed to fly off and twat the other one. Now, people have since done experiments with, um, not obviously massive wind turbines, but you know, reconstruction wind turbines where they loosen a propeller, the blade, mm. and then get it and go and spinning, 
and then see which direction of travel it goes. Could that propeller, is that what they're called? Yeah. Propeller, could that um, blade hit the other blade because the other blade was buckled? I'm saying, I'll get some pictures. Unlikely, I'm yeah. Get some pictures of this. I'll tell you what, we'll put these on the. Uh, I know everybody hates Facebook and you keep telling me to put them on the fucking website and all that, but I just ain't got time to do that shit. So. Fucking, we ain't had time to do a show, let alone no. anything else. So if you want to see it, get yourself on Facebook or Google it. Um, just put Lincolnshire Turbine hit by UFO. Um, yeah, because all intents and purposes, the RAF and that didn't have anything up in the air that night. And... Wow, I mean that's you are talking. I mean you, you're talking Lincolnshire. I mean, well, some... just you've got about six or seven RAF bases oh, within yeah, about yeah. ten miles. Yeah, they're, they're scattered all over here. There's loads. The other thing with that was um, some reports say the blade was missing completely. Yeah, mm. other people said, "Well, it might have stuck in the ground." We ain't gonna stick that much in the ground. Have you seen these blades, though? I mean, when you're oh, driving yeah, down the motorway, yeah. like thirty foot long, yeah. That's you see that, and that's either disintegrated or it's fucking gone. Yeah, you'd you'd notice that if it was on the floor. But um, I did get onto that anyway. Egg shaped craft, mm. lightning, fuck knows. Anyway, so getting back to this, yeah. which is more important. Um, but like I say, I will put that up on there. It is interesting. It's an interesting story. And again, the official report has been locked away now. Yeah. Again, that could just be because they fucked up and did something wrong. I don't want anyone to know about it. Or it could be because there's something more going on. And maybe it was something to do with the army, RAF, and they mm. want you to know. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll never know. But that doesn't take away from the fact that people saw the object in the sky that night before the new. Yeah. Because they only knew the next day that something had hit the turbines. Obviously, it's pitch black in the middle of light. You're not going to know. Hmm. That's true. Um, yeah, so he said that it couldn't have come from anywhere, okay? He also explained that he had been interested in UFOs in a general way, like everybody is. Um, and he had read a book about them when he was at high school. Uh, he was also interested in psychic phenomena and had experienced some odd phenomenon and he felt it was related. Now, we're going to be speaking to somebody, uh, potentially this week, who's had some strange experiences and obviously we're going to record that for the show. And mm. I was talking to her the other day about this and... I'm of the opinion, and I think she seemed to be all, all similar, is that if you read up on this stuff, if you, I'm going to use the word believe, obviously that's a loaded word, but I'm going to use the word believe. If you believe in this stuff, it's more likely It's more likely to happen. Yeah. You know, like the old adage, seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. In this case, believing is seeing. It's like, um, yeah. you know, if you don't believe in this stuff, you won't see it. Well, I'll give you a little story similar to that, though, what happened to me, but I'll save it till the end. Yeah, well, I think this is pretty much the oh, end. You are pretty um, much at the end. Let me just have a quick look. He said he'd had some strange phenomenon. Um, it, it was one time where he willed an outdoor light to turn on, and it had, uh, which, you know, is pretty strange. I've tried to do that. Have you tried to do that? Try and knock some off of your, your, your mind? To be honest, I if you I ever tried see, to make some explode once with my mind, but that didn't work. Have you ever seen the film Matilda? Like, yes. yeah, my kids are obsessed with that, and um, I don't do it, but I've seen my kids stare at water glasses of water because she makes the water fall. All right, and things like that. So yeah, I, I've yeah probably I've done it. And was that experiment successful? No, no, no. Uh, okay, so we turned this light on, which is even more extraordinary considering that it was unplugged at the time. 
uh, okay, and his girlfriend said she'd witnessed the same event. So telekinesis is pretty. Yeah, Parrish's mother had also seen UFOs previously, but again, this is Kentucky, and Kentucky seems to have a lot of strange shit going on. Mm. Um, but most people in Kentucky don't seem to realise how how, how crazy is, things yeah. are there. It's weird. Same here, Lincolnshire Triangle. You know, a lot of things happen here: black cat sightings, UFOs. You know, wild man, Bigfoot, uh, dog man, sorry. Having fucking rocks thrown at your van. All sorts of weird shit. Yeah. You know, and yet not a lot of people in Lincolnshire even would accept it. If you told most people about it, they'd say, ah, get out of here, you know, talking bollocks type mm. thing. You know, that's just the way we are around here. But, um. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But that's it, basically, yeah, so... And like I say, when he came back, he was he was just in he was in control of the car, which again is is strange if you think about this 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 situation. You know, he's been you know aboard this craft for all intents and purposes, or someplace. I can't say it was inside the craft, but it does seem like it came there and he was in it. Yeah. Um, but what strike what always makes me in these cases is like. 45 minutes, right? So he's been in this craft, let's say half an hour, something like that. And yet, was the car, you know, was that our, was that our time, half an hour's passed in our time, right? So it's not like, obviously, sorry, in our time, you know, 45 minutes have passed. Yeah. So I don't know I've been on the thing, but was the car in the middle of the road for that time? Or, you know, does the car disappear? Did the car when disappear? It comes back or... or... Obviously, without witnessing it happening to somebody else, you ain't going to know these I think you'd think at one o'clock in the morning or that sort of time is probably why a lot of this stuff tends to happen at this sort of the twilight hours, time. Three yeah. o'clock in it, so it's... Yeah, you know, hours. and that seems to happen because the vast majority of people aren't out at that time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think, you know, would it be so weird to see a car stranded on the highway at one o'clock in the morning? How many people are going to go past it as well? Not very many. On the side of the road? Or even in the middle of the road? Nah, it, I don't know if it was in the, if, if it was if, the main carriageway, you'd have a look, wouldn't you? You'd have a look, but like, I mean, Remember? we drive for a living, but how many cars do you see abandoned on the side of the road? You just drive past them. Who found that guy dead? Was mm. it Phil? No, I don't know. What's yeah, this? he pulled up. Pulled up in, I'm sure it was. He pulled up in a lay-by and there was a van there or something in front of him and he pulled up and I don't know where he, he was going to speak to this guy. I can't what the reason was. And um, and the guy was dead. Wow. So he'd obviously had an heart attack or whatever, pulled over the side of the road to try and call somebody or whatever and he was just... Dead Bloody hell. But we don't know how long he'd been there, you know? No, right? but that's what I mean. You know, most people just drive yeah. drive past. He must have had something wrong with the He could have pulled over to go for a piss and completely forgot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, there's, it's... Or he could have been abducted by slabs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, would you... I mean, I guess the definition is alien, but would you would you define those as aliens? Not on those drawings, no. Do you think they're... They're not 
would you say they're man-made or do you think they come from somewhere else? If this, if this is the thing is, if you're talking about alien technology, you don't know what technology they've got. No, I mean it is entirely possible that inside, yeah, Yeah, inside those drawings that he's got are you could have maybe two hundred living creatures. Do you know what I mean? Inside one to make it, there might even be, um, might even be a. It might even be impossible for us to even imagine. Mm. Um, that might just be what that they could genuinely have been real object, real people, or you know, beings. real beings. Yeah, and the only way you can describe it is well, there was a red one, a big black one, and a medium-sized white yeah. one. And, and like, it's interesting that he also says that they all had different roles. They was there to do different jobs, and then when the job is done, they're gone. That's yeah. You know what I mean? So, I guess it's like a any hospital or whatever where you've got your surgeon you've got your doctor mm. you've got your nurse you know what I mean I don't know it's come just... in do what they need to do and fuck off yeah. but it's interesting and the, the other interesting aspect of all this is that when these people get abducted uh, by aliens they seem to put most people back not everybody because I mean a lot of people some people do go missing so it's possible isn't it? but a lot of these people get put back which I find strange mm. you know but but then they get a majority of people are put back with very very broken or unintact memory of what's happened. Yeah, well that that happened to me when they blocked my memory. They say they well they must have done because there was three of us there and none of us could remember it until years later. So yeah, yes. Yeah, so it's not trauma that that's no something happened. No, I mean like I mean we were saying obviously seeing is believing. Like so when um, my oh, family believe, are believing is seeing. Yeah. yeah. My family is from uh, North London, and we—I was out with the, the wife. We went Sorry on a, to wear that. That's all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we went out on a uh, just a car drive. My mum was looking after the kids, and we went to. There's a place uh, just outside of Dunstable, um, and we call it the Anti Gravity Hill. And and a shit, you not you park on this hill, and this it's sort of maybe maybe like a. Five five degree, ten degree incline. It's not very steep, um, but you drive to the bottom of this hill. You put your car in neutral, take your hand off the handbrake, put the brake on, take the brake off, and the car rolls up the hill. Mm. Right? Fucking weird. Yeah. So we was like, we're gonna go there. And we're gonna find out if it works. It does work. It doesn't work the way people have egged it out to me. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You go dead fast up the hill. You know, you like don't. You roll. You literally, here. Yeah, you literally roll forwards maybe about 10 feet. Yeah. But even so, I mean, it does. Yeah. So, so we was on the way there. And I'm thinking, right, we'll see how good this is. Was and this your stories? Yeah. Right. So, and over Dunstable Downs. I don't know if you ever heard of Dunstable Downs. No. It's quite famous. There's a big... Uh, Bob is not. If you Google it, there's a big right. If I Google it, everything's famous. There's a big white lion in the in the middle of the the downs, right? right, That's been sort of like I don't know how they do it, but a stone. No, 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 I think it's chalked on on the on the hillside. On the yeah, Yeah. on the hillside. Um, So like people there, like you know, living listening in Australia, probably think you mean as a wild lion running around. That's all. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it's fucking huge. I think so. I I mean, there's people in England that think we've got fucking bears in Scotland. So yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) But above the the downs, there was these three lights, right? And they were in a sort of like a perfect triangle, um, maybe about twenty feet apart. So not didn't look huge. It's probably about a twenty foot, you know, triangle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I said to the missus, I went, oh, look at that. And she's like, oh, it's a helicopter or it's a plane or, you know, whatever it is. And then we, I went, I'm going to go towards them. So we're driving towards them. And, I mean, they were a good few miles in the distance. But I knew roughly where they were on the roads. And then we're looking at them, looking at them. And all of a sudden, these three lights became one big light. Mm. And I'm like, and I said to her, I went, that's not fucking normal. And then I wasn't looking because I was driving. I, mean, I was sort of having a little glance up every now and again. She just went, oh, it's gone. No, what do you mean it's gone? And there was nowhere for it to go because yeah. it was in front it was of in the front hill. of the hills. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it would it have had to go up and over it would have, yeah. Go, yeah. Or, or I'll come across you. Yeah, yeah. and it just, poof, gone. And uh, she was like trying to, oh yeah, it's this or it's mm. that. And I'm like, it can't be. Like whatever you're thinking it can be, it can't be. There's no explanation for three no. lights becoming one big but light like and how, fucking I, off. I like how people want to superimpose something on it that makes sense to them because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this can't be what I, I think. I've, this can't be what I've just seen. So it's got to be this. Yeah. You know? Have you got any more? I've got ghost stories. Right, before we get into that, I'll just tell you something. Because um, uh, on that on that UFO thing, that's exactly the same thing was reported over town about, about a year ago. Mm. Uh, my dad actually saw it. And loads of other people. Yeah, I, was saying, it was a, I remember there was morning, a few people. It was a very it. slim thing. It was three balls of light. Obviously, three balls of light are going to form some sort of triangle. Uh, but like well, you said, yeah. it was it was it was, you could, it was, it was a, a pretty equilateral. yeah. This was a perfect triangle, yeah. yeah. Um, and he said, you know, he was watching it, and like I say, it was about five in the morning. There's a lot of people going to work, work then because I think our, our, a lot of our shifts start at six a six a.m. Don't then mm-hmm. uh, six till two, and and so there's a lot of people traveling to work at that time in the morning, and many people. There was actually a train was coming, so people stopped at the the train line. Uh, waiting for the train to go past, and it was overhead then. So all the people that were staying there saw it. It was in, reported in the Telegraph, but essentially what people saw, and what me old man saw, was these three lights sort of went in, like you say, almost to one point of light, yeah. and then they expanded again. Then they went back to one point of light again, and then just and then out. gone. Yeah. yeah. But again, you know, it's been reported so many times that you know what it is. Is in, I don't know. No. We don't, what, you know, will we ever know? But just on that point, before you get into your, yeah, yeah. your, your other story there, I just wanted to point out, because people have probably heard, there's been adverts, maybe a couple of adverts in this, I don't know. But um, essentially, for the way Apple have got this set up now, to make sense of the subscription element of this free service now, there has to be, you know, almost have to carry ads in the free episodes. Now, traditionally, we've uh, a company that uploads, uploads, the, yeah. host the podcast. Shall we say they they will have ads on the beginning? Yes, for instance. So, but for this to work, um, the way Apple have got it set up, the way I think it works is that the free shows have to carry ads. Then, if you want to subscribe, and I don't know any prices on this, and I, I don't even looked at it, but from what I think they're suggesting is that if you then you subscribe and then you get the same content but without ads, mm-hmm. which is obviously a lot better. Yeah. And then obviously there's another subscription on top of that, which you kind of like the Patreon setup. So you get the, yeah. you know, they get the, these uh, these shows without the ads and and the additional Patreon. content. So yeah, which that's works. Kind of it works better for Apple users. You yeah. don't have to leave 
your your podcast. You can just app. do it straight yeah, there without having to go third party. So it makes sense. But but yeah, so if, if people are uh, listening to a lot of adverts in these episodes, that's and it's pissing you off. <laughs> that it, yeah, well yeah, join the join the uh, thingy because I I need some new equipment anyway. What I need is um, I need a thermal imager. Um, I've got a very good report of a of a creature being seen numerous times in the very same location. Is this um, that one off the A15? Yeah, so yeah, it, it seems to fr- frequent this particular location quite often. But again, you know, when you go there at half one in the morning, half two in the morning, it's pitch black. Well, I've got a story about that. So I think I told you. I want to buy a flare. So if anyone can help us out, support the show. You don't have buy to just a flare. Yeah, buy no, don't buy a flare. <laughs> just just support the show, and I'll buy a flare. But no, um. And I don't, I don't mean that financially. I don't mean you have to join our Patreon. You have to join this. You have to, I mean, do if you can. Why not? But um, no, I mean, like, share the show. Yeah. Uh, obviously, leave a review, subscribe, obviously. And, and you know, maybe, I don't know, post it up somewhere. Where, yeah, you help know, us if grow. If you've got, you know, if, uh, there was a guy that messaged me on, um, I think it when we set up the Instagram, a guy messaged me. And he he was listening to the show just wow well, I can't remember what the show episode mm. was about and he just put it up on his Instagram yeah you know and then obviously people got it from there so anything like that I mean that's not that's not costing you anything apart from time and effort but other than that so I don't always mean that you have to support us just with cash yeah um, yeah obviously anything. if you want to tip us that's that's a bonus because I've uh, running a bit low I mean there's only a quarter bottle of the Serrano left so quarter bottle you've got about an eighth of a bottle. Yeah, there was quite a bottle. There was a when I started. Yeah, yeah. but uh, anyway, get into your story because I'm boring people. Yeah, you are sharp. <laughs> so basically, I mean, I'll, I'll start with this. Obviously, we were on about the thing on the A15. So, because um, obviously, you guys, obviously, you've, you've had a few co-hosts on this show. Um, Aaron, as I don't know if you've mentioned it, has now had a little a little baby. No, probably should like um, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations uh, if if Finchie's listening. That, well, that's one of the reasons why it took so long to get a show. Out, yeah, there's been a few a few been, things. You know, um, getting and, ready for the new arrival. Yeah, potentially he may be coming back. He may not. But in in the meantime, you stuck with me. So, um, but I thought you know I'll introduce myself. You guys have heard me on a few episodes. You know a little bit about me. We well, did Wampus Cat not long ago. We did the Wampus yeah. Cat. We did the the Viking mythology. Fucking that that seems like a year. It's over a year it ago must now. Have been, yeah. Um, so yeah, do. so I'm very rarely on here, we'll, but we'll um, talk about the end. we will. I thought I'd you know tell you a little bit about my feelings paranormal, towards paranormal. Yeah. yeah, and and I know this isn't necessarily Although, a ghost you know, show, but I have got. Because I would say I'm quite sceptical on a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Even some of the things I've seen as like, you know, you know, I try and rationalise it somehow. Like I was just saying about what people do before, but, you know, you run out of things. Yeah, you run out of I think you're quite similar. I don't think... I'm not a complete... There are a lot of things that I'd be like laughing at people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're like... So... I was at work last week, and some woman told me that the reason I caught COVID was because of five G, and I was oh, just yeah, like, yeah. "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> Sorry if you do believe that, but I just don't agree with that at all. So no, because um, it makes no fucking sense. No, yeah. <laughs> it's like Grimsby hasn't had five G last no. year when I caught COVID, so that doesn't well, work. But at the same but... point, like just across the water, Hull's had five G for like two or three years. Yeah. So when it got when it became city of culture yeah, yeah it was yeah. the culture they, they like did it all up and that so it's that sort of shit so it's been running so like you know if that was the, if it was just that 
Uh, everyone in Hull would be mute. I mean, they are mutants yeah. a little Well, bit, everyone but... would have COVID, not just that, they're down at the same time, surely. Yeah. Now, could there be something in the vaccine or whatever that is triggered by 5G or 6G now they're talking about? Yeah. Possibly. But but, but why? <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. No. So I am sceptical to certain things, but yeah. I'll start with my... Mostly bollocks, like. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll start with my A15 story. So... um. I know a lot of guys who listen to this are from Lincolnshire and, and around the area, so you guys will know the road I'm talking about. Um, and it's just no, before you come nobody to... Nobody else listens to this from Lincolnshire. Are they not? I wouldn't have thought so. All oh, right, no. well... Uh, if you are, email us. Yeah, or, if you are, yeah. hello. But the yeah. uh, the A15, for, uh, the A46 from Most Market Most people Reagan. listen to American. Yeah. yeah. Now, as you come to... You know, as you come to Market Reagan. A few Aussies. A few Aussies. Yeah. A bit worldwide. Fortunately, a few French people. Yeah. I'm surprised... No uh, Germans, no thankfully. Ge- yeah, I'm surprised yeah. at that. Actually. Yeah. To be, yeah, just to be our fair, cousins across the water. I don't, I don't have Germans on mine actually. Funny, there's a enough. few people from Britain, obviously listen, but but yeah, uh, not, six or seven, but not Lincolnshire yeah, in particular. So I'm driving along. Yeah, it's sort of twilight. So about eight, it was eight o'clock, but it was sort of winter time. So yeah. it's getting to dark. So it's not a motorway for people that listen. No. This is not like it's not got street lights on it. It's no, no. no, there's no street Nothing lights. Like uh, it's a single carriageway, so one lane on each side. And as I'm approaching a bend, there's a big farm in the distance, probably about a mile away. Lincolnshire is flat, for those of you who don't know. You can literally see for fucking miles. If yeah. the weather's good, you can see miles. It's completely flat farmland. Um, and I saw in the distance about... I would I would estimate about nine foot what I presume would be a scarecrow. Yeah. All right, didn't look anything other than a scarecrow. Didn't even bat another eyelid at and it. And how far away from this was you? Probably about half a mile, mm-hmm. something like that. Because I had the main beams on, I can see, you know, pretty pretty well. Um, it was a clear night, and I'm thinking, you know, to be honest, I don't even think I gave it a second thought. No. I just thought scarecrow. it's a scarecrow. Yeah. You know, it's a farm scarecrow. Does happen? Yeah. And as I approached it, I'm thinking, this is actually quite a big fucking scarecrow. And as I went round the corner, my main beam shone directly onto this scarecrow. And So now what, you're within 100 feet? Probably somewhere about 100, yeah, 100, 150 feet. Not too far, but I'm in direct eye line of it. And as I'm coming round the bend, I looked directly at it. And then I looked in my mirror to, to make sure I'm, I'm in the line to the road. And then when I look back up, it'd gone. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and I immediately I felt the hairs on my arm stand up. I gripped the wheel of the van tighter. I locked the fucking doors of the van. I'm thinking, this. Yeah, that's this not going to save you from a nine foot scarecrow. No. Yeah. I'm thinking this isn't normal, yeah. but it didn't move the entire time I was yeah, approaching. Until you it. got too close to until it. Until I got yeah. too close, and and then it was gone. And. To me, I had that feeling that it had to have been looking at me because I must have looked away from the road for not even a second. Mm. And in that time, it disappeared. So it had got to have had eyes on me thinking, as soon as he looks away, I'm gone. And and even now, it's making my hair stand up on my arms. It's it's, funny how your body reacts. It was freaky. Really, really freaky to happen. Even though you probably didn't know consciously, Mm. maybe subconsciously, your your body had yeah. said this isn't right, you know. Yeah, because obviously was, you just looked away, looked back, it's gone. I mean, that's not it's not normal. And it, at that time of night, and it would not freak you out, would it? That mean 
but your body react to it. Yeah, I wasn't. I sort of thought. I mean, I think I fucking so called you like, straight away. Is that like Jeepers Creepers? Is that some? That, do you know what? That's what made me think of it, and that's why I locked the van doors because I've yeah. seen that film. <laughs> I've seen number one, I think. And um, yeah, and it did. It sort of made me think a After. little bit of that, and it was, but I couldn't tell you what stature it was. You know, I couldn't even tell you if it was standing on a post. You know, scarecrows generally. So would stand you say on. it was? Obviously, I mean, what you're describing is possible that it was bipedal. Mm-hmm. So was, I would have thought it wouldn't, so. wouldn't have been hunched over, would it? Cause no. Because it would have it, been different shape. I, I would have thought it, it, did, it looked almost like it had, I'm trying to describe it now as I'm stood here, but mm. like with with sort of arms out, but bent at the elbows. So it wasn't fully stretched like it would be on a so crucifix. Like, like it you'd was, stand with your hands on your hips if you were a sailor. Yeah. yeah, that sort of thing. So you could see sort of... Yeah, you can see sort of about maybe a, you know, six inches to a foot out of each, yeah. what I would have said, shoulders, um, but no further than that, which suggests to me that it could have been anything, really. Yeah, and yeah. It, it wasn't particularly what I would call, like, wide. So, like, if you're talking, I, know, I don't know Bigfoot sightings and things like that. We yeah. don't have very many in this country. No, no um, not reported. No, but... To me, we probably have a lot more of that again. It's a, it comes back to this thing about stigma. Yes, you know, no one wants to be the person that saw a fucking bigfoot. No, but to me, if it was in the UK, I mean, it's yeah, different. If it was that, I would have expected it to be more butch, more yeah, well people, built, yeah. rather than it was. It was not a. It was almost like a, I hate to say, it, but like a werewolf type figure, hmm. um, which. There have been reports of around here. Yeah. Um, you know, the dog man seems to be... Not as much as the wild man. No. But, again, it, uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the werewolf, the dog man type creature, maybe that's been seen, I don't know, ten times as much as the wild man. But, but I think it's easier to report a wild man than it would be a, a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And people still report them to the police, believe yeah. it or not. Um. Wonder how many of them just get laughed out, though. But they have to record them. Yeah. So when you do a freedom of information, they can give you a table. Um, and I've got one somewhere. Uh, John Conti, uh, Conti, I think, did one. He actually sent a freedom of information request into Staffordshire Police. And they sent him a... Basically, they, couldn't, they said, we can't list them all because too many. They sent him a table where certain words, so like bipedal, um, wolf, dog, werewolf, hyena, yeah, um, things like that, terms... And then they just listed how many times those terms had been mentioned in reports. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're looking down it. I mean, there was lots of reports in Staffordshire of people seeing hyenas. Yeah. Which... And that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you, you know, it's things like that, like even wolves. And, you know, to a, an American, seeing a wolf is not necessarily that rare. No. You know, you have them native to the, to the land. You have bears native to the land. You have things like that. We literally our wildlife consists of cows sheep and pigs and badgers i mean yeah. when you're talking nighttime you're looking at things like badgers like hedgehogs hedgehogs foxes maybe yeah nothing um you know then you pray then you pray your bears are prey. you know you're like a your well, owls and things got a fair, fair amount of them nocturnal but, but other than that you're not talking about anything bigger than no. a badger maybe at night yeah generally we, we don't have the the wildlife like that so when you you know you hear, oh, well, there was a sight, it must have been a bear. Well, we, we don't fucking we have, don't bears have bears in this country. No, it's obviously deer, again, but it's a, it's a, it is a very... I mean, again, the, the deer in Lincolnshire are only them like Muntjac and yeah, yellow the little deer things. and roe deer and 
they're not massive no by any stretch but um but on that thing i mean it, what's interesting is, is is it more than a coincidence i could tell you something about coincidence in a minute but is it or maybe not is it more than a coincidence that like you say you looked away for a second and it's gone it's mm. like you said it was like almost like it was looking at you or it knew you was looking at it i mean you not you don't think you're mistaken that you when you look back you was looking in the wrong place the way it made the way it made my arms yeah. that me, I mean, that's what I say about the yeah, body reacting makes the, it, the yeah. fact that I reacted I mean my immediate reaction would have been hey silly twat yeah. that was a fucking tree or, I have had but the me hair standing up me locking the doors well and, on that situation um, where you're reporting you know look away and it's gone sort of thing I mean I've had that reported to me numerous times and also I've, I've had a very similar thing where they know something's looking at them it's like um i'll give you an example so someone someone says oh um there was something moving i was walking my dog there was something moving i pulled my phone out there's something moving in this bush rattling around and he thought it was um maybe a deer or whatever it could be anything didn't think it was anything strange so he's looking in this bush he's got his phone out and the dog's going crackers right big dog can't remember what it was it was some like a german shepherd or something like that it was a big dog mm. and this dog was cowering and whimpering it wanted to go yeah and he was like well that's weird you know what I mean so it must be he just Serious. thought it would be a deer or something like that but obviously the dog's reacting strangely to it but it's this is the UK so um, he's filming this bush waiting for this thing to step out and he's filming and uh, yeah, I know, maybe he's been filming a couple of minutes or something like that and nothing happens right it's still rustling and that but nothing Nothing's no sound nothing. Out, yeah. and then all of a sudden his phone dies right phone goes off, light goes off. Split second that happened, this thing growls at him. Mm. You know what I mean? It was almost like it knew yeah. that the phone had died. Yeah. Now, he, you know, he, he chalked that up there. Is it more than coincidence? Um, but I know that's been reported more than once, so I don't know. Is it more than coincidence? Or did it know? Like you said, as soon as your eyes taken away from it... Does it know? Does it know? Yeah, I mean, to, I mean to be the the distance I was. Like I said you took an hundred feet to to be able to to know, at the, and and it's dark. I don't have lights on in the van, so for it to know, yeah, because obviously that, you're theoretically sitting in darkness. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've, you've got appro- lights in front of you. You've approached cars yeah. before. You can't, and at night time when they got the lights on, you can't see them. So for that to have known that I looked away means it's got some form of fucking. Yeah. Site that we haven't got, and that was that. Was, so that was enough to. Which is interesting. Yeah. But on coincidences or synchronicities, I think I mentioned this the other day. But I want to get people's opinion on this. Not, I don't want you to tell me if you think it is or not. You know, that, that don't really matter, I suppose, because some people think it is, some people won't. I know that. But what I want to get is, um, if you've had a strange synchronicity happen to you, um, mm. and you want to share it with us. And maybe we can do like an episode on synchronicities, strange synchronicities. Yeah. But um, there's a couple of things the other day, and I won't go into the backstory of, of why, you know, um, you know, I was looking for um, an answer, so to speak. But let's let's say that for whatever instance, I was, I was looking for, and it was to do with um, the shows and stuff. So I was thinking about the shows and stuff, and I was looking for an answer and. Um, and at the time, I was listening to um, a podcast which was featuring a guy called uh, Jeff Meldrum, which is 
you know a lot of people if they follow the Bigfoot world will know um, you know Jeff Meldrum every time there's a Bigfoot documentary on these yeah. wheeled out and stuff uh, interesting guy really interesting and this the podcast was particularly interesting but what was interesting or what's you know the synchronicity side of things I was listening to this show so the title of it is like Jeff uh, talk is Jeff Meldrum or something like that and I'm asking for a sign, not necessarily asking for a sign, but, you know, thinking about, should I carry on? Should I do this? Should I do that? You know, whatever. Should I have my tea? And then within five seconds of this show being on, a van pulls in front of me and it's called Meldrum's Electrics or whatever it was, Meldrum's Plumbing. And I'm listening to a show by, you know, with featuring Jeff Meldrum and a van pulls in front of me and it says Jeff Mel, uh, not Jeff Meldrum, but Meldrum on it. Yeah. Which is not a common name by any no, stretch. It's... I've never known anybody called Meldrum. Yeah. Is it a coincidence and or you know, is it? And obviously we deal with a lot of customers and that. And I've, I've obviously been looking for a customer coming in with the name of Meldrum. It's just not seems to be that common. So that to happen at that split second was interesting. And then there was another one a couple of days later. So I'm looking at these now thinking, you know, that was kind of more than a coincidence, you know. Um, so I think I told you the other day, but I was listening to um, Alex Jones, actually. And when Alex Jones comes back from the news or whatever he does, he comes back to a better music. And the music we're playing, the hmm. background, it might be whatever. It might be fucking Iron Maiden. It might be whatever. But anyway, this particular song was on. And it was something about controlling us and stuff like that. And I just liked the song and I thought... Um, and it was only brief, you know what I mean? Because he just he's talking yeah. over it and that. But this song was quite good. I wasn't sure if I'd heard it before, but it sounded very similar to like other bands that I knew. And you know, I spent the next day listening to bands that I thought were similar to it to see if it would you if know, it I find that track. And it didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't even feel right when I was listening to other bands. Saying, no, that wasn't quite right. So anyway, cut long story short. So this is about three days later. I'm still thinking about this. Every time I put the Alexa on, I'm... I'm asking, you know, for different bands to come on and top tracks and see if I can find it. Anyway, I was talking to someone and um, I mentioned, we was talking about Morrissey. There'd been something on Facebook where Morrissey had said something about this pandemic, this this bollocks, and uh, basically what he said was right. It was about the kids and stuff and being forced on the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, um, we mentioned men's size, size, as a talkative person, you know, do you like Morrissey? I don't like Morrissey. So I put a couple of tracks on by Morrissey, and one of them that I put on, and again, if anybody hadn't listened to this track, go and listen to it by Morrissey. It's called I Spent a Day in Bed. It's about the news, basically, talking shit. Yeah. You know. See, I'm not a fan of Morrissey, but I think I've, you know, it's 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 pretty apt. He's, he's that pretty, track, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Morrissey does, and he writes a lot of good shit, like, but... Um, obviously, if you're American, don't listen to America by Morrissey because that you won't like that. But um, he, um, anyway, so he's talking about that, and and there was a song that Morrissey did. The conversation while this was going on, we got talking about suicide. Um, I can't remember something been in the news or something, and we got talking about suicide. And I said Morrissey did a track about suicide. I couldn't remember the name of it, and. I actually think that he wrote this track. It's about I'm sure it's about suicide, and he actually gave it to another band to do, mm. and they did a write off it. You know, like fucking David Bowie, what the Upal wig and all the young dudes. So anyway, um, and I said to Alexa, Alexa, play "Suicide Is Painless," right? And obviously, it plays "Suicide Is Painless," which was the Mash theme, um, and that went right. That wasn't the right track. I don't think that was the track I was thinking of. 
So then it just came into my head. Maybe it was, um, for whatever reason, I thought maybe he wrote this song for Muse, which it doesn't even sound right, does it? Morris, he wrote a song for Muse. But anyway, so I said to Alexa, can you, Alexa, play Suicide by Morris, uh, by Muse, right? Mm. See if this song will come up, I was thinking of. And she says, I can't find Standing on the Beach by Muse, but here's other tracks by Muse, right? Because you know what Alexa's like. Yeah. And it plays this fucking, the first track that it plays by Muse is that track I was trying to find yeah, two days you, ago. Now, but Muse obviously, didn't pop into your head before that. No, wouldn't have even come into my head. If I hadn't heard that track that day, I still wouldn't know now. Even listening to Muse tracks, I wouldn't have even twigged it was Muse. I don't like Muse. Um, I mean, I like Muse, don't, you know, but I'm not. I've not got an album or anything like that. I'll listen to them if I'm in the car, or whatever. But oh, I always think you need a razor blade when you listen to them. It's yeah, they're just oh. plugging baby and stuff like that. I mean, that's obviously like was a hit when yeah you know, I was growing up, so I know that one. I don't really, but I never like I say I never bought an album or like that. I'd listen to them if it was on the radio. I won't turn them mm. off. But um, so again, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be a track that I was familiar with, but but you see all the steps that led to me getting to that yeah. track now. If this was 30 years later, right, and there was all these tr- these steps that happened and eventually I got to it, then, yeah, I couldn't, yeah, then I'm going to say, yeah, it's just a coincidence. But it won. It was like two days later and bang. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you, I literally remember the conversation in the van. You going, oh, I, f- I fucking remember, the- found this song and I can't fucking remember what it now. is. And and then it was like fucking the relief when you, yeah. <laughs> you found it. It was like, I fucking found it. I, you know, I'm not bothered. I'm not going to buy it. Right? I just like listened to it once and... Uh, but yeah, and it's like oh, that's that song, right? Now crack up my life. But it's just—I don't know—is it—is it a synchronicity? Is it more than a coincidence? Because I—I I tend to think these sorts of things are. One more example before we go, because we're hmm. um, you know getting on getting on now, and yeah. people probably if um, still it, if yeah. Still here, yeah. <laughs> but um, one more was like um, my granddad passed um, a few years ago now. And for whatever reason, uh, I was thinking about me, me granddad. Um, you know, as you do, don't you? When you know people pass, you know whatever something's on telly, whatever, and you just think about. And I, I turned around to uh, the missus at the time, and I says, um, "You know, I, one thing I regret about my granddad passing because he was a model maker, he was a painter, right? And he'd been in the, been in the navy and stuff like merchant navy, and he painted a lot of ships." He'd been a trawlerman, so obviously he painted trawlers. He painted all the ships he sailed on in the navy, and um, proper Grimbarian. Yeah. yeah, and one thing that, and he made models of trawlers and stuff, uh, yeah. glass ta- glass um, boxes with waves and everything. And fucking shit up. But um, yeah, quite I, I never got one, and I was saying to her, I said that's the only thing I regret is that I never got to keep one. Okay. Mm. Um. And I wish I had. Anyway, we was literally talking about in bed that night. Anyway, turned the light out, went to sleep. Maybe did some other things. Went to sleep. And um, maybe not. But um, <laughs> when I woke up in the morning, uh, the first thing you do is check your phone, isn't it? Yeah. Which is pretty sad, but it is what it is. So I checked my phone and there was a message from my brother, uh, which is unusual anyway. But I opened this message and he'd sent me a link to an auction that was taking place the following weekend and the star object in the fucking auction was my granddad's models and boats and paintings and um you know i don't know i mean is that is that a coincidence but think about it i mean if this was two three days after the it passed 
I get it. But this is like years. I think it's un it it's it's very strange to I mean technically it is what you'd call a coincidence. Yeah. You've... But the thing is, I mean, if I'd spoke to my brother about wanting one of these models yeah. and things and he had it in his mind, oh I've just seen and this he's looked yeah, for it, yeah. Then that's different. But we I never had a conversation with him about it. Mm. But uh, anyway, so I went down to the thing and the the guy who was running the auction, everything had because, I mean, like you say, Groomsby's massive for oh yeah uh, fishing, fishing industry. So a lot of people, a lot of things had big, to, big, big on it. Uh, too rich for my blood. And obviously I was buying a lot of drinks. So, but... Oh, no, that's not it. He's just, he's looking for something is. now. Yeah. I've got it somewhere anyway. It was a waste of time getting it. But I actually did go down and he did let me get one. Uh, one of the paintings of a troll that was Ross Tag, which he sailed on. Um, and I've got it somewhere. I can't remember where I put it, but um, anyway, yeah. I've got, I, sorry, I got one. Yeah. I didn't get a model. I wanted a model, but like I say, a lot of people have put them uh, bids on them, which was yeah, he put yeah. some serious. They'll probably end up in the, um, a lot of the factories here, you know, in offices and things like mm. that. I've seen them before in there, so we don't have anything in our factory. We have a couple of pictures, don't we? We don't have a model, I hope. But anyway, um, <laughs> pictures off the internet. Was, <laughs> Not paying that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it a coincidence? Was it? Yeah, more. It, it, again, you know, people talk about uh, is the universe working through? Does you know? Does it find a way? You know, to do these things. I mean, Jim Carrey spoke about this when he was growing up. He had a situation where he wanted a bike for whatever reason. You know, maybe all the kids in the neighborhood had a bike. He didn't have a bike. His family couldn't afford a bike. And um, you know, he's he's sort of meditating on this. I need a bike. I need really. I'll, you know, what, I'll do anything. Just give me a bike. And um, he comes home from school one day, walks in the hall, and there's a a bike in the hall. And he says to his parents, like, you know, well, thank you very much, you got me a bike. And they said, no, he didn't get you it. Can't afford a fucking bike. Anyway, you've won a competition. And he went to the bike, and there was a thing like a tag on it saying that, you, you know, you've yeah. won this competition that he never even entered. Hmm. But somehow the universe he's got, yeah. got a bike to him. Hmm. But anyway, if you've got, got all that and you want to share it on the show, then uh, you know where we are. It's supernaturalpod at gmail.com or, you know, just direct messages on Facebook. Uh, just go across there, find Realm of the Supernatural. Just put Realm of the Supernatural podcast and you'll get the group. Yeah. Not the page, the group, because I think it's easier to uh, message us on there because you'll see us on there and you can just message us direct. But yeah, that being said, uh, thank you very much for joining us. I know it's been a long delay between shows. Like I say, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, yeah, it has been. Obviously. If you're interested in the cryptid side of stuff, then obviously go and check out uh, When Cryptids Calls. When Cryptids Call. Uh, that's the other show that I do that is is just um, yeah. cryptid stuff. And then if you want to hear more from me and Dan, then obviously go and listen to Absolute Poppycock. You can't miss it. It's got red... Uh, not red. It's orange. You will miss it if you're looking for red. It's orange and yellow um, yeah. stripes in it with Absolute Poppycock written across it. Looks like someone have a comic book. Um, but yeah... Yeah, and we're going to be selling t-shirts and stuff for that. Uh, nothing to do with the show, just going to be selling t-shirts. So. Yeah, we've just come up with some uh, some stupid designs of yeah. funny things that we want to get rid of and import our humour onto the rest of the world. So Yeah. I've seen a nice one just for you all. It's a picture of a pig, and underneath it it says, Fuck vegans. I think that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. So that's the sort of thing you'll be getting from Absolute Poppycock. Yeah. <laughs> But obviously, that you know, if you want some from Realm of Supernatural, join the Patreon. Yeah. 
join um the Apple subscription if that ever goes up and uh, you know we'll put you into the t-shirt draw if you want a t-shirt obviously there's plenty of shops if you're in the UK and you want a t-shirt message me because it'll cost you shitloads to get it from the States if you're in the States go on the website mm. go on the shop and you can get it for fuck all basically in the States yeah um, but yeah that being said thank you very much for joining us and uh, you got it to add no no, no. alright we'll see you on the other side well they've gone no just for now wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.